Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Podcast. This is episode 180, Leadership Principles from Jesus Life. And I am so excited to talk to you today about this because I love watching Jesus and learning from him. I'm actually getting ready to speak at a conference at the end of February, the Life Skills Leadership Summit, and I'm talking about how to lead a team. And it just got me thinking about Jesus and the team that he led. And I just had to look at him a little closer and grab some leadership principles that you and I can use as homeschooling parents, not just in our home with our children, but also in our ministry, at work, in our job. There's so much to learn from Jesus just by looking at the way he led the group of men and women who traveled with him. So let's jump in. The first thing you notice about Jesus is he was concerned about God's will alone. Today, the leaders of companies, the leaders in our nation, politicians, they check polls all the time. What are the people saying? What are they wanting? Um, what should I do? I want to be popular. Or they look at how many social media likes they have and they make decisions based on will they be popular? Will they be reelected? But Jesus never did that. He wasn't really interested in being popular. There are times he was very popular and there are times that people left him because he said hard things. No, Jesus was concerned with God's will alone. He only wanted to do what he saw the father doing he said many times i've come to do the father's will if you've seen me you've seen the father and when jesus was making a decision about what to do with the disciples how many disciples should he choose and who should they be what he did was spend an entire night in prayer with the father god will alone was the way Jesus led. It's very interesting because, you know, often we're talk about the United States of America. It's referred to as a democracy. We, we, we want to save democracy, but see, America isn't a democracy. There are elements of democracy in America, but America is a republic. And when we vote, we vote for men who have integrity, who have character, who have convictions that they will vote according to those character convictions, the law. We want men. We want to put men in office who will do that. And so when we try to sway a politician's vote because if if he won't vote the way we want, he won't, we won't reelect him. That is fine because we should vote for people that we like the way they vote. But they should be voting not by what's popular, but what they think is the right thing. And we used to have politicians like that long ago. We don't right now. Maybe there's one or two out there. But that is the difference between a republic 
and a democracy. In a democracy, it's the people's will. In a republic, it's the people elect people they trust to lead them. Now, God isn't elected. He is leading whether we follow his leadership or not. But I love that because Jesus really sets the example of what a leader looks like. He's only concerned with God's will. Number two, Jesus walked in authority and anointing. I remember when I was a younger woman, um, when my husband had been the worship leader and the pastor, and that was a lot for him to do. And so he asked me to lead worship for a couple of weeks, which was very scary. And then after a couple of weeks, he said, well, why don't you become the worship leader? And I felt, I really felt out of my league. I felt like someone had just taken me and dumped me in the ocean. I had to help my husband. I wanted to, but it was so scary and I didn't have any confidence. And gradually the Lord began to teach me. And one day I was really feeling afraid and, and just very bad about, you know, uncomfortable about being a leader and leading worship and specifically. And I felt like a sense from the Lord that he had given me this position. So I had authority from him. I had anointing from him to do it. And I just thought, you know what? I have authority from God to do this. I have anointing from God to do this. I'm just going to lead worship. And so I did. It, it's not like a big giant thing. It's not like authority to lead a group of people in the church or authority to uh, teach the word, but it, it was, to choose the songs, to lead the songs, to encourage people to worship. And that may seem like a little thing, but if you're not careful when you're a leader, you can be overwhelmed and not have confidence. But remembering that God put you in that position can help you. For example, you're probably a homeschooling parent if you're listening to this podcast, and God has given you authority as a parent to raise your children. You can be confident in that authority. One thing they always said about Jesus is, wow, he really speaks with authority. He declared the truth, no compromise, but he spoke with authority. But if you notice one thing when you're studying the life of Jesus, he did not begin his ministry until after he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it was a very big show of his dependence on God and his reliance on the Holy Spirit. Now, we are just frail people, but we have the Holy Spirit in us if we're born again. When we're born again, the Holy Spirit comes in, and we can rely on the Holy Spirit too. And that can give us the authority and anointing as parents that we need to be confident to be a no-compromiser, to declare the truth. Another thing about Jesus is that he was a servant leader. He never promoted himself. In fact, often he said, don't tell anyone. Just go to the temple and give your offering. Jesus served others. You see him washing feet. You see him even rebuking his disciples when they're talking about who's greater because Jesus never said, you know, I'm so much greater than the Father. I'm so much greater than the Spirit. You never see that. He's a servant. And the biggest demonstration, of course, is when he went to the cross. 
not because it felt good, not because he wanted to, not because he was forced to, but he chose to go so that by him laying down his life, he could rescue mankind. And that's amazing. When he was in the upper room before he went to the cross and he was washing the disciples' feet, he said to them, I'm giving you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. And I'm sure he wasn't just talking about the fact that he was washing their dirty, smelly feet, but he was also talking about the life he had led with them, being willing to be interrupted and different things like that. He was just a constant servant. And that's how we lead. We lead by caring more about the people we serve than ourselves, putting others' needs first and being willing to sacrifice so that they can succeed. Sacrifice is the hallmark of parenting. If you're a parent, if you're homeschooling, you do a lot of sacrificing so that your kids can come to know the Lord, so that they can get a good education, so they can have their needs met. Some of you moms, you work all day teaching your kids and running your house, and then you stay up late at night working on some home business to bring in a little extra money. Some dads work two and three jobs so mom can stay home. All of that is sacrifice, and all of that is sacrificial leadership, which so honors the Lord because it's just like Jesus led. Finally, Jesus also loved deeply and lived life with people. And so let me start with love deeply. Jesus met real needs. He asked questions. He listened. And then he ministered. The Bible says in James that we should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Jesus is a perfect example of that. There were times that he did get angry, but they really deserved his anger. So, um, but Jesus never tried to win people's affection. He loved them. You can't live your life trying to get people to like you and be a, an effective leader. You can't, as a parent, look to win your child's affection to get them to like you back. If you love them, they will eventually love you back. If you put high value on them, they will feel loved and eventually loved you back. But sometimes parents try to, they try to get their emotional needs met by their children. And parenting is almost a one-way street. It's almost like where we're just pouring into our children. And sometimes they don't get it until they're adults, sometimes older adults. They can almost feel like we're a bottomless pit. Now, some children come to love us back and serve us back very young. But don't feel bad if they don't. Keep your eyes on loving them not evaluating how they love you. Now, I'm not talking about obedience because they should obey you and they should show honor to you. But don't try to win a popularity contest with your children. Meet their real needs. And one thing I love is that when Jesus took his disciples over to have some time alone with them, the crowds went to the other side of the lake and met them. And it says he had compassion on them. Compassion goes a long way in parenting and leading because people can be frustrating or children can be frustrating. But when we have compassion, it changes our attitude, our heart. Jesus also said hard things that people needed to hear. 
He said, I am the bread of life. And people said, you're crazy. What are you talking about? And many left him. But Jesus was basically saying to them, I am the nourishment that you need. You can't live life apart from me. He said in John 15, apart from me, you can do nothing. That's real love. He told us a hard thing that we need to hear, that we aren't self-made men and women. We really do need God to live a life for him. And And the last thing about Jesus that I love so much that we're going to talk about in this podcast, I could do like 20 more things, but he lived life with his people. He wasn't separate. He wasn't set apart. He traveled with them. He walked with them. He ate with them. He talked with them. He hung out with them. They were together. When he went to the wedding at Cana, He brought his disciples with him. They were always together. And he let the people he led see him up close, maybe when he was sweaty, maybe when his stomach was growling because he was hungry. The people that he traveled with, it says he traveled with his disciples, and also there were women that traveled along with him to help with their needs. You see, lives are changed in the context of relationship. If you want to lead well, hang out with the people you lead. Hang out with your children. If you want to be a great parent, hang out with your children. Don't just everyone in a separate room doing their own things, but live life together. A great way to do that is to sit around the dining room table each night for dinner, but there are definitely other ways to do that. Make sure that you do some fun things together, play games, throw the ball in the backyard, um, but definitely learn to live life together. You know, as parents, Jesus sets the example of the perfect parent. He loved his children, his followers deeply, and he met their real needs. And he wasn't trying to win a popularity contest with them. He was trying to be the person they need. Well, he was the person they needed him to be. And he lived his life with them so that they could see him up close. And many times we pass our faith, not by the things we say, but how our children see us live. I hope that you will think about them. I told you that at the beginning that I am one of the sessions I'm doing at the Life Skills Leadership Summit is how to lead a team. I'd love it if you signed up for the summit and if you came and heard my talk on how to lead a team or another one on apples of gold in settings of silver, which is about our conversation. But either way, put these principles of Jesus's leadership into practice and you will see good fruit. I guarantee that because The ways of God work. God bless you. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. 